This podcast does not constitute medical advice. All changes surrounding medications, diet and exercise should be made in consultation with a professional who can assess your unique health circumstances. Welcome to the Rheumatoid Solutions Podcast with Clint Patterson, helping you to live an easier, healthier and happier life. Today, I have co-recorded a podcast episode with Trish and Natasha. They have a podcast that I was a guest on. And so what we did is we grabbed some of the recording from that so that we could share it here on Rheumatoid Solutions Podcast. Trish and Natasha have a podcast called Take a Pain Check. And you can go and listen to the episode where they interview me over on that at any time. Today, I'm going to talk to Natasha about her experience using the Patterson program. She developed JIA and she's going to talk about how she implemented the modified version of the Patterson program for her age. And she gets an introduction, first of all, from her friend, Trish. Clint will be asking Natasha questions about her journey through the program. Natasha has had tons of relief with her arthritis pain because of his program after her mom did tons of research. So yeah, Clint, take it away. How did you go with the reintroduction of your foods to the point where you've got a diverse diet and how are your symptoms now? So the Patterson program is also obviously not that easy to follow being a teenager. So it took a lot of like self-control and discipline. And I honestly could not have done it alone. So my family actually supported me. A lot of my family used to eat meat and my grandma, my sister, my brother, my dad all turned vegetarian, which was easier for them to handle. My mom turned vegan, gluten-free, oil-free, sugar-free. So they were really like into it. They really needed me to feel better. So we always used to enjoy celebrating and eating outside for every occasion. So we kind of had to like change our thinking and our mindset when we, when it came to eating. So we threw out all of the processed foods and cans so that we were not even tempted to even touch them. Um, so like I said, like we gave up the sugar, the oil, the gluten, the processed foods, and that all started in October, 2017. So that was a year after my diagnosis. Um, I think for, for now, I am very strict with my diet, but there are days where I feel as though I want to eat out. So I don't actually eat out at all. If I do, it's sushi because there is no oil. Um, we make sure that there's no oil or something like that. So there's always those like compromises, but we don't eat out. If it's my birthday, I cheat on my birthday. I call the cheat day. Maybe cheat days are not supposed to be there, but on my birthday, I do eat whatever I want because that's one day of the year. But otherwise I'm very like strict. I think the main thing that really causes inflammation for me is the oil and the dairy. Um, so out of like the sugar, the gluten, I think the oil and the dairy are main and it's basically, it has to be like deep fried for it to really cause pain. So coconut, nuts, all of that stuff, I can have it in moderation. Like I can have a little now. I know before I couldn't. And something that I really learned with the Patterson program is that say I do decide to eat out one day, I know that I can reset my system by going on the 12 day detox. So I've kind of developed how to manage my pain. And if I do need to eat outside, I know drinking cucumber juice the next day will make me feel so much better. So yeah, that's kind of the story of how it is now. I can eat nuts. I can eat coconut. 
very limited um, here and there. But if I am in pain, then I just restart. Yeah, it's well, you, you're pretty much like a, what we call the maintenance phase. And it's where you want to get to. You've gotten to the end result. And all that changes from this point on is being able to maybe eat a little more nuts or um, being uh, able to not have to reset for more than a day if you make a mistake. So the, you know, it's, it's more of a massaging uh, of where you're at as opposed to anything radically different. So, you know, it's similar to what I've got going on, which is I eat nuts and seeds and so on and some high fat, I like cacao and a few other things that are higher in fat, um, but I don't go overboard want to be uh, uh, focusing my diet onto a higher fat diet, but I can eat those things. And um, yeah, you get to a point where you don't really feel that you have to reset or you just, you know, don't do the cheats as an alternative. So um, yeah, well, that's sensational. And what, where are you at with regards to medications? When we originally spoke some time ago, the push was towards some medications, wasn't it? The doctor said, what did the doctor say with regards to meds and what's the current situation? So the doctor originally in 2016, I started with methotrexate and prednisone just for damage control. And at the time I was only 13. So my parents were very hesitant with the drugs being prescribed. Um, however, they soon realized that like when I started the drugs, actually my feet started to show some damage and corrosion. And I don't know if it was, it was obviously not because of the medication, but the medications were not working. So I was on medication for a while. I had that x-ray done after, and there was actually some damage in my feet. So based on that, my parents decided for six months of taking medications and there was no change. My blood levels went further. Um, I then tried biologics. So biologics is very strong on your body, as everyone may know. So I started on Humira, then I went to Temra, then I went to Tocilizumab, and this was all in the past three years. Um, wow, that's some so fast, yeah. Nothing worked, nothing worked. So it was insane because in three years, I was not in remission. I had no medications that were working, but the only thing that was kind of keeping me going was your program. And so that kind of made my pain go away. I went from a size 10 to a size eight in shoe size. I was able to dance freely because of the Pattison program. And on top of that, I'm now on medication that does work. So I'm on triple therapy now. And I started it last year in the summer. And I also had joint injections prior to that because those were the only two things that actually were going to work to make me under remission. So now I'm completely under remission, which is very good. But yeah, just I went through like every single medication and nothing worked. So, that so was what other triple therapy is it? Methotrexate, Plaquenil, Sulfasalazine. Yeah, that's the triple, and that works for you. Yeah, it does. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and so that's in combination with the diet that we've been talking about. Oh, okay. Um, and um, the sulfur. What dose of sulfasalazine do you take? Oh. I don't know the dosage, but I can tell you that I take three pills in the morning and two pills at night. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and the methotrexate? So we're kind of trying to like taper it down per mm -hmm. se. Um, mm -hmm. It is not at the highest dosage. I don't know specifically, yeah. but it's also not at the lowest dose. Um, also yeah. because I was experiencing a lot of hair loss. So we kind of had to make it balanced, but I don't know if the methotrexate is actually working because when I went on methotrexate initially, 
Like initially it didn't work at all. So we always have that like thought, is it actually working? Am I just taking drugs, not knowing that it's working or maybe it's working together? Like no one knows the real answer. So it's very, I don't know. (laughs) That is the truth. No one knows the real answer. However, I think the latter of what you said, which was that they can work in combination, is uh, is 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 holds a lot of holds a lot of value. Um, I remember Dr. George Munoz, who is the rheumatologist that we often have on our monthly live calls on our rheumatoid support and rheumatoid solutions uh, platform. Um, he said in a in a call a couple of months ago about the way that that triple therapy works. In fact, he spoke over several minutes about all the interactions between each of the drugs. And so the interaction component is, yes, important. And I think potentially even if the methotrexate on its own may not have been pleasing results for you. But yeah, for people interested, we have those platforms and uh, you can go and watch all the recordings from every little question that's been asked to our doctors over the past 12 months in rheumatoid solutions and rheumatoid support. So, well, this is, so how do you feel about going forward? What's your overall feeling about your current situation and what are you um, hoping to achieve in the future? So in general, like, I think I still, like I'm going to university and it's not close from home. My mom does all the cooking right now. And I think that's always a fear that if no one's cooking, how am I going to sustain my life in university without relying on those processed foods, oil, all of that? So that is a big fear because I know my mom can't come every single week to drop off. She will try her best. I don't know where I'm going yet. So that's a very big fear because I know, I know exactly if I eat something where it's going to hurt on my right foot at a certain joint area. So I know that like now if I move and it hurts, I know I ate something wrong. Like that's how my body has now had to come to up to like, that's how it's kind of come up to be now. And I think that's very good because now I know what to do. That's my fear. My fear is university and how am I going to survive in terms of pain? I think at per se, like, I think I'm pain free. To be honest, I don't have any flare-ups. I know a lot of kids mention they have flare-ups. And the thing they don't understand is that their diet. I am a very big culprit of not exercising, which is very bad. I do follow your program for the diet part. Don't follow it for the exercise part. But I exercise once a week, which is obviously not ideal. But it is something that I also fear about in university. Because if I don't even exercise now, I know I have to fit in in my schedule. And I just... I don't know. So those are my fears in terms of going forward. I am pain-free right now and I don't have flare-ups. So I feel very good. And I think having that support with your whole family or even your parent being so young, it's very helpful. So that's kind of what it is. Also my blood test markers don't show any inflammation anymore. So I had like high RH factor. Now I have below 14, which is like normal level. I have Wow. That's fantastic. I don't Mm -hmm. want to like jinx it or anything, but I think it's definitely like a very long process. And now I've kind of come to that solution. Yeah. Yeah. um, Do I have your permission to make some suggestions or um, make some, give some insights? Yeah. So I'll, I'll frame this in, if I were you, this is what I would do. 
um, because you have quite the dilemma coming up with uh, going to university and not having, I mean, that's stressful thinking, look, a, a big factor of how you've gotten to where you are is eating the foods that your mum creates. And if you take that away, um, even on a small scale, you've experienced if you divert away from what your mum's cooking for you, you get that pain in your right foot in that one place. Well, I'm sure your mind goes to the to the dangerous thoughts of, well, if I'm eating crap all the time, imagine how I, I might get out of my balance. Now that's that's worrying. And also you want to fit in with the social environment of university. You want to make friends and you want to be one of the cool kids. You don't want to be the weirdo who's juicing in the corner. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> you know what I mean? So who's the, you'll get a nickname like Greenhead or something. And so you don't, you don't obviously want that as well. So, look, there's no magic way out of this. You, the disease isn't going away and we can't just wave a magic wand, click our fingers and get rid of it. So we have a real, it's a real problem, okay? Like it's, it's something that, is going to, to, to take some real quality troubleshooting and problem solving to find the balance that you're happy with. And so what I would do, and this is just the, the sort of the bullet points, this is not how to do it, but this is what I'd be wanting to achieve. When do you start university? September. All right. So it's, it's late April as we're today, right? So you've got April, May, June, July, August, you got four or five months, okay? So what I would do is take this as positive pressure to develop an exercise plan that is going to serve many purposes. We spoke about on the podcast prior to what we're doing now with your friend Trish on your podcast about the importance of exercise for balancing oxidative stress. So methotrexate, and I can't say from the literature that I'm aware of the other two drugs in your triple therapy. So methotrexate causes oxidative stress. That's what's going on in the liver when your liver enzymes go up. Okay. So we know that methotrexate adds oxidative stress to a body that already has oxidative stress as a result of rheumatoid arthritis. The number one way to alleviate oxidative stress, which in turn will allow your body to develop more ability to control the inflammation is exercise. So you've got this situation where you're going to have pain from multiple angles. So where is the pain going to come from? Is it going to be the pain from not having friends because you're juicing all the time and you're not able to eat at the, at the table with other friends or eat pizzas? Or is the pain going to be having to, uh, uh, having to have your mom come and do all these preparation of food? Or is the pain going to be um, the discipline required of doing the exercise? Somebody okay, so you're going you're gonna to have pain. Or is the pain going to be physical joint pain as a result of just saying, I don't care, I'm just going to do what I want and pretend this thing's going away? Because of your experience in the past with failed biologics and methotrexate as a, as a you know, single therapy, you know, your body isn't tremendously medication responsive. So you don't also have that sense of, well, the pharmaceutical cabinet is going to take care of me. 
we can't have that as a fallback plan of reassurance. You know, so, you know, if I was in your situation, I would say, well, all of those pain options are on the table. I'm now, did you say 18 years old? Yeah. 18. Unfortunately, as we get older, we have to make some tough decisions. And I watch my three kids, seven and under, seven and under, and um, the little ones, they don't ever have to make decisions that are challenging. They never have to make decisions that uh, adult and, and kind of consequent rich decisions. But unfortunately, um, with this disease that you have been, you know, susceptible to now, you have to make a, a, these, this tough decision. And what I would do is I would choose the discipline uh, pain and I would become determined to build an exercise regime that's going to be supportive of my health. And in doing so, you and I, I will... I can't make promises, but I want to tell you with as much conviction and love and compassion as I can, that the fitter you become, the more likely that you're able to make more errors in your diet and have a better effectiveness of managing inflammation overall. Okay, so it's one of the only strategies that you've got left in your toolkit. Your diet's perfect. Your medications are now locked in and working perfectly. You, you know, stress levels, well, they're going to vary a lot. You're starting a new career or new education process, so you can try and do your best to manage those. But your big one, the big low-hanging fruit here is the exercise. And without engaging in it, you're not asking for that assistance. And that assistance is right there available to you. Okay, so with oxidative stress, right, there was a study done um, just by a group of soldiers, okay, a group of, uh, I think they were Navy soldiers, just by doing yoga a few times a week, right, Navy soldiers doing yoga, sounds pretty funny, but uh, they did six months of yoga and they increased glutathione by 40%. Now that might not mean too much to you, that sentence, but glutathione is the ultimate antioxidant in your body. And that can suppress all of this free radical activity. Just doing yoga a few times a week. Okay. So if that's an absolute, like that, that should be an absolute minimum, right? Yeah. I tried yoga before. So like, I did try different types of like exercises. I tried a bunch of different therapies, like bioresonance, laser therapy, massage therapy, Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine from India, all these places. We went to India just to get some answers of pain and how it would work. And I think the only thing that we could really rely on was your program. As I could literally tell anyone that this is the only thing that's really, even though we spent money this is the only thing that was actually worth it. And it's so at the point where you're very desperate, you will try any therapy with no regrets to see if it even worked or not. So we literally tried everything. Um, And I think we're just like really grateful to have kind of found this plan and program. And so like you mentioned about exercising and all of that, do you have any like recommendations for exercising? Do you have any videos, anything? I don't know. Well, 
Let me try and reposition the thoughts you have about our program. Our program, and first of all, thank you for saying such kind words, and um, I appreciate that it's been so helpful for you, but I'm never done. I I, I want more for you, and I can see more opportunity, and most of those things that you said that you did in India were involving you lying on your face with someone touching you or prodding you or shining lasers onto you. They weren't you building up a sweat and making your muscles work hard, okay? They weren't. So, yes, I appreciate that you've tried a lot of things and they're all good things to try. Light therapy, yeah, there's a little science on that. Um, Massage therapy, yeah, stay away from the actual joint connective tissue and that can be therapeutic. Certainly feels good, help you sleep better, calm down the nervous system. There's some benefits. But if we really want to engage the most powerful ways to keep your body strong and, and, and reduce inflammation, we have to, and here's the key, we have to challenge it so that it adapts to become more robust. That's what we're doing. So in terms of suggestions, Yes, again, our support platforms have these. Um, we've got, you know, strength building uh, exercise videos, uh, and 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 um, we've got uh, yoga videos and so on. But um, look, if, if for the low cost option and and no zero barrier option, you can just choose stuff off YouTube. There is the ninety minute, or there is a sixty minute uh, Bikram yoga. Uh, sequences that you can follow along online. That's always a great place to start. Okay. So doing that, but if you want, and you just did a really starting point, get on a stationary bike or get on a real bike and just get out there and, uh, and, and go up and down some hills and get the heart rate going up. I prefer a stationary over a road bike. And the reason being is because you can then quantify distance better the time you don't get distracted, a friend doesn't call you over and you then stop and talk for 10 minutes. You can treat it as exercise and not pleasure. Exercise can be swimming, yoga, um, (laughs) strength building, even those elliptical things. You You can cover yourself in a lot of heavy clothing and go for a sweaty walk up a hill even. Um, You don't need to think you can you can get down on the floor and do like um, glute bridges or push-ups or sit-ups or whatever it might be. Just repetition is important for comparison. So we're looking to see improvements which are motivating to strength, endurance. Uh, but but yeah, just find something that feels okay that you won't loathe and you'll actually do and start small. Start with five minutes a day and then you think, I've got to be able to beat five minutes tomorrow. Right? It- an everyday thing, right? Exercise every day is important, is what you're saying. I would walk every day, absolutely walk every day a lot. And I would challenge my muscles at least every other day. Yeah. I think also the pandemic has made it worse because um, in a way, because I always go to school, I walk up and down, I'm more active. And now it's like your bed's right beside you. Let's just go there. I know I remember I also tried hot yoga because my mom told me that you recommend hot yoga. We tried that. I I could not survive the hot environment. (laughs) It was very difficult. And then we tried normal yoga and I realized I can't do that either. Like it was just, so I do like one hour cardio 
like exercise dance class on Saturdays, but I know that that's not enough. Do you like dancing? Yeah. Okay. Then do you have this thing called Zumba? Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of it. (laughs) I don't know whether or not it's going to be too impactful on your joints, but, uh, and this is not a blanket recommendation for that. It's start by looking into something like that. Is there some dance that you could do that is low impact that you're going to enjoy? So the one that I do is actually high, like high cardio on Saturdays. And it's a very, like, it's to my feet. So something interesting is that before I started the program, I could not dance anymore in that high cardio Indian dancing class that I did. But after I started the program, I can now go an hour jumping without feeling any pain. I think the issue is also because I have so many classes and stuff. And I know that's just an excuse that, oh, I have school, so I can't exercise. I know it's an excuse, but I think like, it's very, like, I'm just not motivated, I guess, to exercise because I feel like I have that diet that is making me, but I know that there's something like, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it yeah. way too. So I don't know. It's very difficult. I will definitely try something out and see how it works. Look, I think it's 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 lovely of you to allow me to challenge you a little bit, and that's clearly what I'm doing. I'm I'm I'm. I don't mean to make you uncomfortable. I mean to plant some seeds for you to think about. And I know that's not the purpose of our chat today, but I just want to say, come on, you can do it. You can do this because. The day's going to come when you're going to show up at university and there you are and you've got these and that the, the day's going to come. So let's get ready. Let's build the bridge between now and then so that you enter this situation confident and you've got a plan because no plan is a bad plan. Showing up, you won't, right? So uh, I think they are th- things to think about and um, and yes, you have the diet and we're so grateful for that. And that is, you know, what we, we, we want to continue to do, but that's just part of it. We have more, we have more, there's opportunity, opportunity awaits for you. Okay. So that's, that's exciting. And the last thing I'll say about that is um, write down a list of reasons on a piece of paper called your why I must exercise list. And on that list, number one, pain reduction. Okay. Number two, if you like the phrase, if you don't use it, you lose it, which is true, right? And number three, number four, number five, and it can be really specific so that when I get to university, I can occasionally cheat more than what I currently do. Okay. Number six. Um, Oh, and by the way, at university, having spent four years there myself, there are tons of people who exercise at university. You get some real fitness freaks there who want to go to the gym all the time. And that could be a great source of friendships for you too. You could tap into a group of people or one or two who like to work out with you every day. And it might just be going and sitting on the treadmill for half an hour. Hey, and what a great way to relieve stress, to build a friendship with someone who wants to go, take your mind off other trivial things, and, uh, and feel good about yourself and get some anti-inflammatory outcomes as well. So, you know, at the very least, just picture yourself being able to do that. Yeah. I think like having, so that's kind of why Trisha and I started, started this, we started this podcast because we kind of want to let people know that there are these resources out there. Like I have tried 
bioresonance. I've tried laser therapy. It might not work for me, but it might work for you. And that's why we wanted to give people a resource Patterson program, which has worked for me, but Trish has never tried. So this does give people the opportunity to know that there are people that are working really hard that have had these experiences like you. I know that you were bedridden at one point and now you're literally living your life and you're perfectly like fine. You're able to do things that you want to do. So I think that's kind of the purpose of our podcast to get people on who have made change to our lives, who are creating platforms. And so I have to let them know that so many people do have arthritis. We can be kids. We can be older. And it's just really hard to find those resources. I know my mom struggled to find resources and now we kind of want to let everyone know about that. So that's kind of what we envision to do and continue to do for the future. Yeah, beautiful. Well, you're doing some fantastic things and Lord knows how hard it is when you've got arthritis. It just seems to dominate every thought, every action, uh, you know, and, and you're always sort of wearing this heavy cloak of well, this this things in my life. And so we have to rise above that mentally and say, okay, what do I have? I've got the ability to take action. And, and taking action is where the power is coming back to me. And my action is going to support where I want to get to in the future. And I used to say, and I don't use this phrase so much anymore, but but it's still like the 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 intention is the same. The, the phrase is what can I do right now to get rid of some pain? And then as soon as I did it, it's the same question again. What else can I do right now to get rid of pain? And then again and again, and it becomes the mantra. What else can I do right now? So that is the mantra. And so, you know, the stuff that you're doing is wonderful. And, uh, you know, congratulations on all that you've, uh, you know, uh, overcome so far. It's, it's, it's really cool. Thanks for listening to Rheumatoid Solutions. If you'd like to get more help to live an easier, healthier, and happier life, visit rheumatoidsolutions.com.